Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast in collaboration with the Conservative Yeshiva in Jerusalem. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about the Conservative Yeshiva, please visit conservativeyeshiva.org. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to the Daily Daf Differently. My name is Rabbi Joel Levy, and today we are studying Masechet Megillah, Daf Yud Gimel, page 13. There's a section in the middle of Amud Aleph, of the first portfolio, where um, a dis- uh, they are discussing the question of Esther's name. The primary source for this is in uh, the Megillat Esther, chapter 2, verse 7, which says as follows that, uh, when we go back a couple of verses, or a verse, um, now in Shushan, the capital, there was a certain Jew whose name was Mordechai, the son of Yair, the son of Shimi, the son of Kish, a Binyaminite, who had been exiled from Yerushalayim with the captivity which had been carried away into exile with Yechoniah, the king of Yehuda, whom Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babel, had carried away into exile. And then it gets to verse 7, Vahi Omen et Hadassah. And he was the um, bringing up, he brought up, cared for, the guardian of Hadassah, he Esther Batodo, Esther, his uncle's daughter, who had no parents. That verse refers to Esther with uh, two names. It refers to her as Hadassah, and it refers to her as Esther, one straight after the other. And that's the uh, question that the Talmud wants to deal with. How come she has two names? What does it mean that she has two names specifically in the same verse? Um, it's important to note that the name Hadassah doesn't appear elsewhere in Megillat Esther. This is the only place uh, after this she is only referred to as Esther. The Talmud says, Karela Hadassah the Karela Esther. She seems to be called both things, which is kind of bizarre. And um, so the uh, the Talmud then goes on to list five different uh, rabbis who have different approaches to how to understand the contradiction between the name, or the apparent contradiction between the name Hadassah and Esther. Uh, Rabbi Meir, Omer, Rabbi Meir says, Esther Shema, Velam Shema Hadassah, um, Rabbi Meir says, her name was Esther, so how come she was called Hadassah? Um, well, she was called Hadassah after Tzadikim, after the righteous ones who were referred to as Hadassim, or Myrtle. Um, and then he quotes from uh, Zechariah, chapter 1, And he was standing amongst the Myrtle. So the the underlying assumption here, which underpins this whole conversation, is going to be that she can only really have one name. She must be actually called either Esther or Hadassah, and uh, that's her real name. 
And that's not an epithet, that's not a title that's given to her or assigned to her, but rather her actual name. Um, it's a series of phonemes that's given to her. And the other name is, is a title. It's a name that's assigned to her on the basis of her behavior uh, or, or on the basis of her being or her person. So Rabbi Meir opens and suggests that her real name was Esther. And Hadassah was a title. Hadassah was a nickname that was given to her because she was a tzadkanit. She was a, she was a righteous one. Because righteous people are called Hadassim, are called Myrtle. Quotes from Zechariah, kind of bizarrely, if you look up the uh, source in Zechariah and uh, try and look in the Talmud to try and see um, um, how come uh, there Hadassim is applied to is, is referring to righteous people if you look in Sanhedrin, Sadi Gimel and Aleph, the proof text is actually back into Megillat Esther so which is a somewhat circular argument but uh, be that as it may Rabbi Meir says that her real name was Esther and her title or her the name that was applied to her the epithet that was given to her was Hadassah Myrtle which is a reference to her righteousness. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Hadassah Shema. Rabbi Yehuda disagrees. He says that her real name was Myrtle. Her real name was Hadassah. Velamanikret Shema Esther. So why did they go around calling her Esther? Hashem Shaita Masteret Devarea. Shene Ama Ein Esther Magedet Et Ama. He says that her real name was Hadassah. Or Myrtle, and she was referred to as Esther because her nature was. In the story, she was the person who hid herself, Masteret, um, the, 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 the hiding one. And she, so she hid, according to Megillat Esther, um, she hid her um, cultural identity um, um, from everyone around her, and that was a significant part of the story, um, which allowed her to inveigle herself into the king's bed and into position of authority um, in the Persian Empire. Um, according to Rabbi Yehuda, then uh, Esther is a title, and it means the hiding one. Um, Rabbi Nehemiah Omer Hadassah Shema. Velamenikret Esther. He agrees. Why was she? So her real name was Hadassah, and she was only referred to as Esther. Shahiyu umot haolam korimota al shum istahar. Her real name was was Hadassah um, or Myrtle. Nice Jewish name, and. Uh, Esther is a name that the nations of the world used to call her Al-Shum Istahar. Uh, Rashi says that's something to do with the moon, but I think it's much, much more likely that we're talking about Ishtar or Istar. Um, and Istar was the Assyrian, Akkadian, and Babylonian god of fertility, love, war, and sex. Um, and the personification of Venus or Aphrodite. So we're talking about the god of beauty. Um, which lines up very neatly with the Greek and Roman gods of beauty as well, with uh, similar stories. Um, Ishtar or Is, uh, was a, a, a character in the Epic of Gilgamesh. It might have been very reasonable for the Umot Olam to have called her Istahar um, as a reference to her beauty, uh, similar, similar to the we might, we might say that someone was a real Venus or something like that. I'm not sure if people still use that expression, but um, to call someone after the god of beauty made a lot of sense. It is uh, a stunning, maybe, awareness of the uh, that the rabbis have of the uh, nature of uh, Esther's relationship with the uh, Babylonian culture, that um, they can acknowledge that her name um, is actually uh, offered to her 
with reference to um, a, a god of the uh, Babylonian pantheon. Um, it means that um, the book of Esther is would be the equivalent of uh, someone being called uh, Mary, um, a Jew being called Mary and having a significant role in a Jewish narrative. It means someone who is deeply, deeply immersed um, in non-Jewish culture to the extent that they can be called after a non-Jewish god. Two other rabbis also have a take on um, the name of uh, Esther. Um, ben Azai Omer, Esther lo aruch aruka velo katsara haita ela benonit kahadasa. Um, Esther wasn't, uh, she wasn't uh, tall, she wasn't short, she was a middling person like a myrtle. She was a middle-sized person. So Hadassah then was a name that was given to her because she was nondescript or, or middling-sized. Kind of, kind of weird explanation. Um, I think he's implying that her real name was Esther and the title was Hadassah. And Rabbi Shua ben Korcha says, I think that something similar. Esther Yerak Rocket Haita Haita. She was green. Uh, she was uh, she was sort of peaky. She didn't she wasn't didn't have good skin. She was greeny in colour, um, like a Hadassah. And then he adds that people found her attractive, uh, not because of her physical beauty, but because some kind of chesed uh, that was uh, w- that was wrapped around her or drawn to her. So we have five explanations of her name. Um, they can't even agree whether her real name is uh, Esther or her real name is Hadassah. They all assume, I think, that um, one of them is a real name and one of them is a nickname. Um, and that leads a great, a great scope open for conversations around her nature. The uh, rabbinic speculation takes us in lots of different directions. Um, her nickname Hadass is given to her because she, because uh, of her righteousness. Her name Esther is given to her because she is a hidden character. Uh, her name Istahar is given to her because of her great beauty. Um, uh, her name um, uh, Hadassah is given to her because of her middling status um, or her medium-sized height or because um, or because of her green skin um, so much interpretive openness uh, is uh, stunning when we're analyzing the main character of this book and it's clear that these different rabbis have different understandings of her essential nature who really was Esther? What's her essential nature? What was the name that she earned as opposed to the name that she was given? What was she called in a very deep sense, which will have a bearing on how we read the story of Megillat Esther itself? I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros from the Epic Horus album One Bead available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.